0: Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. Lost in the coverage of Francis accepting the lie pushed by the secular authorities in Canada is another lie from Francis. He has quietly issued an informal loyalty oath. It's not a formal loyalty oath. It's not like the oath against modernism from Pope St. Pius X, which is sorely missed in our time. No, Francis' oath for modernism is more subtle, more ambiguous. It's an affirmation hidden in Traditionis Custodis, but used by the worst bishops in America, and most likely by the worst bishops beyond the United States, to affirm a lie. And if the priests forced to take this oath refuse to affirm the lie, then they cannot offer the apostolic mass. This is all swirling while the news that a new St. Gallen group met earlier this year, amidst the rumors of Francis having little time left on this earth. These are turbulent times, not only in the world, but in the church. So let's dive into this. Before I get into the lie Francis is peddling that is the basis for his loyalty oath, or the oath itself, which is hidden but has been foisted upon traditional priests already, I'm going to show you something that I know some of you saw a couple of days ago when it went viral online. If you spend too much time on the internet like I do, you probably saw this. This picture is of a mass being offered by a priest who was shirtless and presumably in swimming trunks, given that he submerged chest deep in the water. His altar, if we can call it that, is a rubber inflatable mattress. The mass goers in attendance and men and women in skimpy bathing suits are present, dressed immodestly, and include Uh, young men. That is a Novus Ordo Mass, not that I needed to tell you that. Every couple of months, I come across new footage of these kinds of, shall we say, expressions of the unique expression of the Roman Rite, according to Paco Papa Francis, that really show the lie behind the push to end sacred tradition in the church. This is what is permitted. This never gets punished. We know this never gets punished because voices from around the world have already commented on this, including Italians who are in the diocese of this priest is based out of because he's an Italian priest. It's permitted. Remember that because we are told that what permits that kind of nonsense to occur is the unique expression of the Roman Rite of Mass. Father Z really breaks this down with a nice translation of an Italian article on the matter that I'm borrowing from his website. I have it linked in today's show notes at returntotradition.org. That's the name of this podcast with .org at the end. Look for today's post and it's there. From Father Z, we get the explanation that the priest who participated in this monstrosity offered. Again, this was the priest's explanation. Quote, An air mattress as an altar in the middle of the sea. Parish priest and faithful in the water. Thus, Don Mattia Bernasconi, vicar of the pastoral care for young people of the parish of San Luigi Gonzaga in Milan, celebrated mass in Alfieri, one of the most beautiful beaches in the Cortone area. The parish priest used the air mattress as an altar. Don Mattia, together with some boys from his parish, was in Crotone to participate in Campe de La Galita event. Being Sunday, they decided to go to the beach, but it was also necessary to celebrate Mass, so the parish priest explained what happened. We had chosen a pine forest for a campsite, but it was busy. It was very hot, and so we said to ourselves, why not put it in the water? A family heard us speak and made their mattress available, which we transformed into an altar. It was beautiful, even though we got burned end quote. That might not be the only time he gets burned if he doesn't repent of this. Remember, the priest thought it was okay to do that. In fact, he thought it was appropriate to do that. To my knowledge, he hasn't gotten any angry calls from his bishop or from Rome demanding an explanation. But if he had offered a Latin Novus Ordo ad orientum, he'd have gotten another call. That's expressly forbidden in most of Italy now, for the record. Again, this nonsense is permitted. This is okay while our diocesan, TLMs, and Institute of Christ the King masses are apparently not okay. Just remember that. The loyalty oath I referred to at the start of this video is simple. Hidden in Traditionis Custodis and reiterated in the latest liturgical ban document promulgated by Francis is a blatant lie. And I will quote Traditionis Custodis verbatim, so we're all on the same page here, from Jailers of Tradition. Quote, at this time, having considered the wishes expressed by the Episcopate, and having heard the opinion of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, I now desire with the, this apostolic letter to press on evermore in the constant search for ecclesial communion. Therefore, I have considered it appropriate to establish the following. Article 1. The liturgical books promulgated by St. Paul VI and St. John Paul II, in conformity with the decrees of Vatican Council II, are the unique expression of the orandi of the Roman Rite. End quote. Francis can declare anything he wants, but if it conflicts with reality, then it's a lie. And that lie—that the new mass of Paul VI and Anibali Bugnini is the unique expression of the Roman rite of mass—is the core of the loyalty of Francis is having traditional priests affirm, or rather, his henchmen like Wilton Gregory, Bishop Parks, and Cardinal Supich are having traditional priests affirm. Let me explain. Cardinal Supich presented five or six points in a document that each priest of the Institute of Christ, the king's sovereign priest, had to affirm by signing the document in question, which reportedly they refused to do because they could not sign anything that went against their charism. I suspect that they could not sign anything so blatantly dishonest, which would make them party to a lie, but I also suspect that they thought it prudent not to call Francis and supich liars in any way that would get out publicly. I have no such qualms, obviously, which may be a fault of mine, to be honest with you. Regardless, the sticking point, or at least one sticking point, was on the liturgy. The priests were required to affirm that the new Mass is the unique expression of the Roman Rite of Mass in conformity with that statement that I read to you from Traditionus Custodus. Unique means sole expression, or only expression. Remember that. In his statement suppressing the Latin Mass in Washington, D.C., Cardinal Wilton Gregory cited the few parishes permitted to retain the Mass temporarily as positive examples because the priests in those parishes Recognized the Nova Sordo as the unique expression of the Roman Rite of Mass. Bishop Parks in Savannah, Georgia, said something eerily similar, in addition to asking for assistance from Rome, that resulted in pretty much every traditional Mass offered in his diocese being closed down at their order. The core of this loyalty oath is the affirmation of this fiction, of this lie, that the Nova Sordo is the unique or sole expression of the Roman Rite of Mass. Again, Francis can declare anything he wants, but unless he's going to suppress, few other forms of the Roman Rite of Mass that I'll go over here in a second, then it's a lie. And let me prove it to you. For those watching on YouTube, on your screen is a chart of all the Western or Roman Rites and Uses of Mass. They are all expressions of the Roman Rite of Mass, all of them. The Roman Rite is constituted of four forms of the Mass. The so-called Ordinary Form, meaning the Novus Ordo. The so-called Extraordinary Form, meaning the TLM or Apostolic Mass. And the Anglican Use Liturgy, meaning the Liturgy of the Anglican Ordinary, which is not the traditional Latin Mass said in Old English, that is just a misconception that's out there, it's an entirely different rite of Mass. And Francis's, this also includes, by the way, Francis's relatively new Zaire use of Mass. That is also a Roman rite of Mass. Unless Francis is planning on suppressing them all. If I were a priest of the Zaire use or the Anglican Ordinary, I'd be getting worried since Francis has been pushing this fiction rather hard since Traditionus Custodus came out, and especially since the responses at Dubia came out in December. Now, for those interested, the other rites of mass listed on the chart include the variations on the Gallican rites of mass and the Catholic order rites, which include the Carmelite rite, as said by groups like the Carmelite monks in Wyoming, the Benedictine rite, the Dominican rite, which I attended in Portland, Oregon, at Holy Rosary uh, Monastery Parish in just off of downtown Portland. If you're in Portland and have never gone, I highly recommend. As well as the Carthusian and Cistercian Rites of Mass. I'd even actually lump those religious order uses of Mass in the Roman Rite, since they typically very closely resemble the traditional Latin Mass. If you've ever tra- attended a traditional Dominican Rite Mass, you do know what I mean by that resemblance. Having seen that hot mess of the Mass that is permitted and having seen that Francis is expecting all the other expressions of the Roman Rite to essentially go away... And for every trad priest in the church to swear a loyalty oath that affirms a blatant lie, this is a strangely relevant thing that happened and hasn't been getting much coverage. Dr. Mike Hickson posted this concerning news on Twitter. Quote, from a source, The church records for H1 Mass of the Monastery Fitzsingen OSB, which is where the St. Gallen group used to meet, show that the German bishops Marx, Bode, Swiss bishops Buchel and Demure, and three French bishops all were there on February 15, 2022. Is this accidental or St. Gallen too? End quote. If you don't know who the St. Gallen group is, the St. Gallen group is a group of now mostly retired or deceased bishops that coalesced around first Cardinal Martini in the 1990s and then twice around Cardinal Jorge Mario Bergoglio and schemed ways to control the flow of information to sitting popes that they didn't really personally like, such as John Paul II and Benedict XVI, and later schemed to place their choice of pontiffs on the throne of Peter, failing initially, but narrowly, in 2005, to achieve this, but then succeeded in 2013, giving us pac papa Francis and this living nightmare we're all in right now in the church. Some suggest that they're the same men who pressured Benedict to resign, but there's only circumstantial proof at best to back that claim. If you're the kind of person who is looking for signs that Francis may either be getting, re- be getting ready to go to his personal judgment soon or resign in the next year. That is more of a sign of that being true than anything else we've seen so far in my book, though it's not enough to go on because the St. Gallen group met several times over the years before the death of John Paul II. So this could be a routine restarting the group with new members. There you have it, a new St. Gallen group, probably emerging, a hidden loyalty oath being foisted on traditional priests. And all of this while the Novus Ordo mess does not get corrected. What do you think about this? Well, let me know in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help as the sharing these messages on social media. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.